welcome back to TCT Podcast, uh, the podcast where we build different ideas from an Afrocentric point mm-hmm. of view. I'm Esla. I'm Anugo. My name is Nohu. I'm Ibube. And uh, before we begin our episode, uh, please, I'd like to, you know, um, I'd like to share our social media, let you guys please help us like, um, share, comment, you know, subscribe. And our handle on Instagram is at thingscometogether.com. And our Instagram, our YouTube page is Things Come Together. All, in, um, all as one word. Ah, Mr. So yeah, how's everybody feeling today now? Oh, good, I'm good. good. Yeah. Well, I did me a check, yeah. Mr. Money. Mr. Money with the vibes. Mr. Money with the vibes. Yeah, man. As I can't come in this distance, man. How are you? What going? How are you? What's your What's your What's your vibe? When um, you, I think the vibe is just to go there and just, I mean, express as much as you can express. The years round enough. It's been yeah. a long year. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying. So yes. it's just a way to kind of like let off steam encapsulate the whole year into one vibe so yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody just there to have a good time, have a time, have a good time. what about you now boobs yeah I, i've had a i've had a tired few weeks i think it's a it's a time to let loose cool off time to let loose so i'm looking forward to it ah, yeah fair enough anyway, yeah. shut up man do a lot of leg work in that <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's let's start. Let's start. Well, so, what are we what, what are we talking about today? So, we have we have few things. Um, um, we have few things that we're going to be discussing. And I think one is going to be one to do with brain drain. And yeah, let me pass over to you. Know, please okay, yeah. give us context on this one. Thank you. So, uh, brain drain. We all know yeah. could be referred to as the immigration immigration like substantial immigration immigration of um professional persons yeah. from a particular country mm. so of course we are aware currently in nigeria or so many other african countries mm-hmm. even in european countries yeah. a lot of professionals are seeing like are finding immigrating to developed countries as one of these ways they could increase their chance of getting access to more opportunities yeah. you know yeah. so um obviously primarily we can list like tens or hundreds of negativity of that um of those actions to their home countries but i don't think mentioning that and alone would give any assistance it will help it won't help in any way, right? Because people are determined, everybody just wants to go get better things to do. So how do home countries of these professionals get to remedy this action, this brain drain? How is there any way they can gain from the activity? Is there any step they can put in place to make sure, yes, people are going out, people are leaving our country, but how do we gain from it no matter how small? I think actually, <coughs> excuse me. To the point you didn't make, actually, it's a very interesting point, and I remember having this conversation a couple of years ago back. I think we chips. Um, so there's always this movement of you know go back home, take everything back, take everything back, but the lack of infrastructure as well is something that is not highlighted, yeah, enough. And if there's no infrastructure, there's really no incentive for a skilled person to really go there because as a you know i've already worked hard to be in this position why do i already have to work hard again to build my opportunity i should just get this opportunity because you know if you live in the west or you know if you're a diaspora or somebody that's experienced a better system that's like you believe that's a basic human right right so for my thing um to the point that i'm making or to the question that you're asking how do we lure people back specifically to nigerian's point of view i think we can start that by you know through this election actually that we have next year i think this election that we have next year specifically in nigeria has to be very very key for us not just from the point of you know 
taking Nigeria or doing some, uh, you know, it's not, not just from the point of developing Nigeria or, you know, solving poverty or all that, but for actually retaining the talents we have within the country to be able to build the country that we want. So the thing is, we have to, as a people, um, make a collective effort of putting somebody in there that understands the vision of what of what the real problem is, quote unquote, um, which is infrastructure. I think I think many many people share share that sentiment. So I think from choosing a good leader in, we'll get that. But yeah, there's another that's another you know different case again because there's so many factors. You know, there's stakeholders, internal, external, and yeah. But definitely good leader, good leaders from my point of view. What do you think? Okay, one more thing I want to clarify. Actually, getting people to return to their home country is one good way yeah. to gain from them having to live in the first place. But we need to explore so many other ways you we can home countries can begin to like gain from these people being away from their home from their countries, mm-hmm. you know, like of course no only having them to come back because most people would really not want to return to their countries. They just have a life here, have a home here. They just want to remain here, give their kids the best education of best facilities they, they can have access to. But so you're least, saying they shouldn't come back home? No, I'm not saying they shouldn't come back home, but even if they are not going to come mm. back home, how do can we still gain from these people? Being away from their home country. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So you, 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 we, we don't want to say, we don't want to, f- we know we can't force you to stay back, right? We know we can't force you to return. So how do we still gain from the fact that you are away? I mean, America has, um, I think, diaspora tax or something like that. Yeah. So you can oh, have right. like, yeah. The UK has it as well. You can tax them. Mm. That's one, one possible way, but. How nice. Yeah. You can tax. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually know this. Theoretically, but I mean, is that really? I mean, if in a way, if you think about it, most developing countries, the biggest revenue they get is people from diaspora and sending money back home. Yeah. So if you're taxing them again on top of that, is that really as efficient? I think it depends on your motive as the leader. If you're, in essence, what I'm trying to say, it all goes bound back down to the motive of the leader and to your point of this next election, like taking the responsibility to elect someone that supports that motive, but it all comes down to what the leader wants. Yeah. If the leader wants, okay, even if the infrastructure can't be as great as it now, and we need to accept uh, brain drain, um, but if you then go ahead and start taxing the people that are in the diaspora in order to take money from yourself, but not using it to develop the infrastructure, that's not really... Uh, considerate of the situation unless like you don't want you only want yourself to benefit you get what I'm saying so if the leader is selfish then the leader would create a situation where only the leader benefits in terms of solving brain drain so it just depends on the kind of leader that you have well, I, have, I have a question though. like I mean surely like even though like you know Britain for example you know the, the, as you mentioned they have that tax for diaspora and whatever those foreigners they have a benefit that britain has given them what would nigeria give them in return because mm. it has to be mutual i can't pay tax but not for just because i love <laughs> come on yeah no, that's come true on, come yeah. on and some people I, yeah, once they get the second passport denounce the original one so <laughs> but i know someone yeah. that burns <laughs> yo no i'm not even kidding man like yo it's gone she got she got a british passport man Put it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Set the evils on fire, bro. but yeah, yeah. yeah so. so it just comes down to the leader, man. Yeah, yes. I think, yeah. I think to know the original question. I think one thing that causes brain drain, especially in the modern societies, yeah. the idea of relatability. I think a lot of people, whether it's in South America, in Africa, or wherever in the world, Nigeria as well, is that we don't currently currently have the leadership that, like to your point, mm. that. We can relate with yeah and that's the starting point i think for a country like nigeria to be able to get people back yeah to be, to be honest because if you can really relate to the leadership the people that are there then it's not really it's not really worth something going back for mm. like you, you see that a lot of people in diaspora in are usually like youngish people 30 year olds max you obviously there's some older ones as well but people like me that came here to study 
um, a lot of people that came in to study and they finally got jobs here and things yeah. like that. What's going to really motivate me to move back home Facts. is people that I can relate with, good government I can relate with. Yes, I still have my family there, but that's not really that's not really like a yes. from that is tying me back like yes. that. Yes. So yeah, no, I, yeah. I, 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 I definitely, I definitely like relate with that point. And actually, I was going to say something as well. Like, I think we made this in the last couple of podcasts that we said in terms of education as well, right? Yeah. The lack of education in Nigeria, for example, or to be more specific, allows us to denounce corruption or make corruption as a big problem. Whereas it's not really corruption that's a big problem. The, our big problem in Nigeria is lack of forward thinking and lack of like innovative thinking. Because corruption is bound to exist in any human society. It's just mm-hmm. normal. Like that's just what it is, right? But our lack of our lack of um our lack of education has allowed leaders brainwash us with corruption and that's all you see. You expect a government that's just gonna give every like the form of government that everybody expects in Nigeria is really communism. That's what everybody's yeah. expecting. Yeah. But that's not realistic because that's nobody realistic. is not no, it's not going to be realistic for Nigeria to be to be a communist state. However, mm. with our socialist mindset, I feel like we can we can we can have a lot more reforms that can allow people benefit in each of the individual way that will help them. So again, I mean, apart from apart from you know, apart from even getting a good leader, I think that I think the mindset of the people as well, like the, the the mindset of the community within those space within those countries as well, can be very can be very very big too for attracting people backward. Because now, when you start having the right conversation, like what what we just said now, you know, when you start having the right conversation, you know, someone like yourself now, if you go to Nigeria and you know the mindset is right. You don't feel awkward that yeah. oh I'm coming to this place now. You just blend in and it's, yeah. it's easier for you that way. But yeah. So um, one other thing I want to mention is that brain drain, of course, it is negative. Yeah. Professionals leave. Yeah. I feel like if we have continuous rigid education, yeah. it is kind of a way to get some professionals to leave to give room for some other professionals to be trained mm. and then if we maintain that scenario mm. it will lead to a situation where these professionals that are going out of the country to gain access to even more advanced opportunities if there is a connectivity we can change brain drain to like brain connectivity in such a way people leave of course they are no longer here but if they can still stay connected with people back home, mm. it is a way to like transfer knowledge they are acquiring. That's true, actually. Like, I am here. I learn stuff daily while I'm away. I'm, I learn stuff daily while I walk. I have very frequent calls. You know, I still walk with my friends back home. Oh, yeah. And personally, I feel like most of the things I've learned here, I've kind of impacted it into them. The reason why this is possible is that the difference or the distance between my knowledge or my experience and these guys that are back home is not that huge. So they are as well, as well educated. I am educated. I'm here. I get access to advanced stuff. Then I can always share. We can always discuss. And then we, I can always transfer knowledge. So if we can keep up the um the parts where we ensure yeah. that people continue to get solid education we can really change the idea of brain drain professionals living to like brain connectivity yes professional living yeah. but more professionals are being trained yeah is that initiative from the government or from the citizens just yeah, normally citizens. everybody has something to do here from the government ensuring that people continue to get solid education so that yes in the country or outside the country no, in the country okay so let's say nigeria for instance yeah. we have doctors and stuff living right so the con- the country the government ensuring that the universities the all the schools in general continue to bestow like very quality knowledge on every mm. group or set of people that is coming into the education sector yes professionals are leaving more professionals are being graduated from the university to take over from these people and as others are leaving in a way, if they are connected with those that are still around, they kind of transfer knowledge back home. Actually, you saying that actually there's um, there's something this, um, the Chinese the Chinese people do right. So you know, like obviously, 
like Chinese people have like large colonies outside like China and stuff. But somehow they always use their resources somehow to like pursue Chinese agenda. So the Chinese people in Carib- in, in the Caribbean are still as loyal to China as pos- as as you can. Yeah. The ones in America are still as loyal to China. The one in Africa are still as loyal to China. So actually, I actually I actually hear that because the thing is. With Nigeria, we actually are one of the, like the largest, like uh, in terms of like Im- like immigrants out mm-hmm. of like West Africa to go to every country you yeah. find in Nigeria, yeah. right? And if you actually pursue that model, yeah, actually my you can Chinese do friend you can literally said he got uh, an amazing opportunity in America, but the reason why he won't go to America is because he feels like his country are in a rift with America. <laughs> so he feels like. Yeah, currently my country is not like in a good term with America. I got this opportunity. What if I settle down there? My parents won't be very comfortable to come see me. And he's, he's not literally telling, he's turned not the down this he's not telling opportunity. The he's not telling no, the truth. He's going to get missing. No, you, you see, so... No, it's more than that. It's more than, it's more than that. So, you know, <laughs> yes, there could be more reasons. But I wouldn't give such... I probably wouldn't give such kind of excuse for an amazing opportunity. But this shows how much they are patriotic. They're and how sure. much they feel like yes i am abroad but i still have to always think about my country i guess you had to be patriotic when you're born in power man it's crazy it's <laughs> but what is what is the incentive for the government if they are investing in the education of these people that go abroad and then pass the education down to his fellow citizens who also then go abroad what is the incentive for the country for the government of the country to keep investing in the education yeah this is like a very solid question so the way this works is, I'll give, I'll answer this by an example. Think about China. Like 40 years ago, China was one of the countries with the, the highest, yeah. like, emigrants. They have people going to Japan. They have the high, that's why currently any country you go to, there's any developed country or any, like, metropolitan city, there is a Chinatown there. Not mm. because people like oh china let's build a china it's because there are like loads of chinese people in these countries so this thing i'm talking about this brain connectivity has been happening to them the people keep living training some other people if we link that in parallel with the government working really hard to solidify education and infrastructure there will come to a scenario where you can really power the development in this underdeveloped country and the developed one mm-hmm. with the fact that okay the government is working really hard to put in put down infrastructure people are getting well educated yes people are leaving the country but yes they are leaving the country to do better they know their own country is doing a little bit better on a daily basis they will always think about their country and they mm. will always feel like they want to invest back into their country so like a chinese man doing really well in the uk would likely not only get a home in the uk they would invest loads of money they China. made from the uk economy back into their own country so in that way they are like yes they left the country in the first place and their home country lost taxes yeah. the economy became less better mm. but yes if you ripple the um, the gain over 20 years of them being abroad, bringing back a multi-million investment, it pays in a way. So if you continue to do that, there will come a time if the government is serious, the citizens are serious, and they are very dedicated into this art, there will come a time when these people will not find it necessary to really go abroad. For, for instance, right now, I, last year I finished my master's and most of my Chinese friends literally left the UK after paying like 30k tuition, then just packed their things and then left. Didn't they voluntarily? Like, you think they did? <clears throat> See, let me tell you something. I, I know where the point you're trying to drive, but you think they had a choice? Do you, you think they said no? The government said, okay, cool, stay here. No, these people sponsored them, self sponsored. Lads, bro. No, I, I know, but <laughs> no, they had a choice. They could get a job here and stay here for longer. Do you know who Xi Jinping is? <laughs> Do you know who he is, <laughs> bro? That's the hardest. Yo, after yo, when they say Putin, he's in the same category. What? You think they just say, oh yeah, I love China for the for the love of China, so, I'm just so, gonna go back. So, so yeah, simply. You think that's the reason? Because they have better things to do there, comparatively better things. By choice. By choice. Oh, 
uh, it's yes. new to me, but fair. Yeah, let's, by, okay, uh, now let's yeah, say by I mean choice. It by choice. Because what other reasons would someone have to? That's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying. That's, do you know who Xi Jinping is? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, man, we're all just humans. I'm just that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm trying to communicate something. My something here, I get you. I get you. Yo, yeah. hey, Jack Ma was missing. That's why a billionaire. Allegedly, allegedly. I, there we go. Exactly. And they put in the news allegedly. And no one here for him. No one heard from him. So, listen, man. If I come from a country where billionaires can get missing, and I have to be patriotic. What you think I ever say anything bad about Nigeria? Nigeria is the greatest country ever. But Nigeria even, is like Wakanda. <laughs> but, Actually, but yes, you you're right. After the second Wakanda, yes, you're right. Don't Nigeria you think it would take like a benef- benevolent dictator to implement such a strategy? That's why I keep okay. telling you guys. Like Abacha was the Abacha was the hardest. Abacha was the best president we had in Nigeria. But nobody's nobody's ready to listen. Everybody's so focused on oh he stole money. He, do you know from? As in, let's just record, just stats, right? We had the best foreign reserves during this period. We had, as in, in terms of even like um, the way we were performing amongst like the equas, like we had a lot more respect than we've ever had. Like he did that, right? But obviously like every human being, everybody has fault. There's nobody that's going to solve a problem the right way. If you think about it objectively, there's always going to be a fault. Who knows? You can't tell me he stole the amount of money just to spend it. No human being would do that. Mm-hmm. I actually don't believe it, for genuinely speaking. Like, no matter how ignorant you are, you can't steal that amount of money just because you are trying to, um, you're just trying to, like, you know, enrich your, your, your family. Yes, I'm not saying that mindset is not Who there. Who knows? Maybe he wanted to build the road from UK to now. <laughs> right? He wasn't trying, I think so. He wasn't trying and maybe to monkey, steal. Monkey, maybe swallowing, right? <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, no, but the point I'm trying to make is, right, even with that narrative, we just, like, we've been programmed to just believe one thing, and that's it. My thing is, we don't question things. We don't question things a lot, especially like in developing countries, and that's why we keep being in the situation we are, and that's why patriotism doesn't doesn't really um, doesn't really flourish amongst us because everything we not like the sentiment I share about you with Nigeria is not because Nigeria is the greatest place, but it's because Nigeria is, you perceive Nigeria to be one of the most corrupt and the most undeveloped place. And is on that and the most underachieving place in West Africa. That's the kind of that's the kind of distinct, that's the kind of mentality we have, and having that kind of mentality is very hard for it to be patriotic, in my opinion. Personally, well, I said the benevolent dictator, meaning you will receive benefits from their dictatorship. So the question is, mm. when Abacha was in power, mm. even if Nigeria was all these things you mentioned, where the people, the citizens receiving the benefits. If they weren't, then that's not a benevolent dictator. Mm. That's just a dictator, dictator benefiting from for himself. So it has to come down to if the people are receiving it for Abacha to have been the best mm. head of state that we had. I mean, but sometimes I mean it's like the Thanos theory. In it. Thanos, <laughs> like you never you never understand what Thanos is doing until you are not affected, and then you had time to like reflect. You're like, oh, okay, it's helpful. The air is cleaner. This is greener. But if you're on the other side of history, that's say, oh no, this guy's a pagan. This is the guy that ended me. This guy that ended my family. So I mean, yeah, no, but I mean, it just depends. That's a fair argument, but it depends on how how you handle um, protest, like reservations. Say yeah, people I, challenge you, and you you don't you you know what challenging is. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So so is that? Are you still doing it for my benefit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking okay. for them. I, I love the country. That's what I'm doing. You just don't understand. Yeah. The Mugabe was a revolutionary. It's just that he didn't. It became it became Shugnite. Do you get what I'm saying? He was going down the right way, but then he 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 he, he sold himself. I think the the best version of an African leader that we need right now is a Kagame that's willing to sell out. I mean, a, a better improvement of a Kagame. The one where he doesn't sell out his people, but he uses his people to his advantage. That's that's the next step that we need to go because sentiment is never going to help us. But we find that a lot of African countries or the citizens of African countries actually fail to de- fail to have benefits 
like from their countries when they move out right like you see a lot of stories there was one that was trending was it last summer mm. last year 2021 summer about one of these girls that was stranded in a kind of country which is nigerian ukraine maybe maybe or something like that and no nigerian the government didn't want to help her so it's little things like little things like this right so to me the idea that um no thought about china there is why well, when i think about it there is a formation of a culture in the uk and in everywhere that there may be maybe chinatown or wherever this country is not only china you see countries like india like how we are seeing that like, indians are before obviously before most took over twitter there are a lot of india like google ceo is um zippy chai all these guys they are developing themselves and becoming better what I find about all these countries is that they are, form, they are forming a culture where they can stand together. And I think that's what Nigeria has to do. Mm. There is mm. a culture in, 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 in the UK and in other places as well where Chinese people are always, they always seem united. When I was in university, they were always together. No matter what. If you, Chinese if, communities are actually lit. You know, if you, if you, real, if you look left and see another Chinese person, they're running to them, they'll leave you. For real. Because of that. But I feel like in a lot of African countries, it's not like that. Ah. Like, people won't try to distance themselves from other black people. So loud. Like, say, oh, oh, I can't say to this black person, oh, I can't really, I can't really move like this, that kind of thing. Oh, so that's, that's the change in mindset. That's, yeah. that, that can't really come from the government. Yeah. Obviously, because of the country is... Um, the way it is, it's difficult to form that patriotism as we have been trying to say. But the idea has to be a united front. Like how we're talking about football now. Me and know we're talking about oh like the idea of Ronaldo not playing or Ronaldo playing. There needs to be the longer term agenda. There needs to be longer term goal. You need to focus on okay, what are you trying to achieve as a country? Yeah. Or what are you trying to achieve? And that's what China and some of these countries have gone on to do. Well actually, you know what? That leads me to a very interesting question. I actually want to hear everybody's perspective on this. What would be the common goal for Nigeria? As in, what would be that one... Fa- so, okay, to put it in perspective, um, the US, their world goal is, every, as probably everybody would probably guess, is world domination, right? Um, the UK too is world domination, but from the angle of maybe like um, the admin side of world domination. <laughs> they're just the admin, <laughs> they're just the HR. <laughs> they just provide everything, everything that you need. And that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So, like, what do you think Nigeria's goal would be to the world? Like, in terms of... Um, so, in terms the, of to goal? answer your question, no country starts from the bottom saying, we want to dominate the world. They wouldn't get there. Yeah. Every country starts by saying, oh, I want to do the shortest, like, the, the simplest, better thing from where I am. Yeah. China sorry, did not so, start 30 years ago to say, we want to be better than the United States. Sorry to hold you off. Let me put the question in context. I mean, like, okay, so, fine. We, we not saying that we're going to dominate the world, but let's say, even if we dominate the world, how, like, what, what, like, what will make us dominate the world is what I'm asking. So like, like what would be that you like what, what would be that fact what would be that thing that would make us like oh this what this what nigeria is known for like just the way we know about the us we know about um 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 uk you know russia china and all that kind of stuff like china like japan you know japan because of how, they, how they, like how they put stuff like how they put emphasis on like process automation of different stuff so you know then you know anything that's come from japan definitely quality in that in that respect Technology, when is it China or all that kind of stuff like you? Oh, mass production. You understand, like you have stuff like that. But Nigeria, like oil, definitely. I, I, no. I think it will, it will probably be the way we spend money. <laughs> Gold stick, I <laughs> Hush puppy. <laughs> Hushing. <laughs> music is doing well right now. But no, like music is never going to be known for a Nigerian thing. Say Afro, it's be a type of music. But okay. you know, to the, the, the weird thing about music. the country is we can actually be whatever we want to. We, like we if we want the music, we if we want the movies, if we want resources, if we want manufacturing, if we want services. Yeah. Like we are in a, such a strategic position in the country that is it's unbelievable. So mm. it's literally anything I think that we want that we can actually. Be one of the best in if we if we actually want to do it. Okay, this yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with all your points. We have the potential. <laughs> That's we what I'm saying. Potential. We just we just need to believe in ourselves, work together, <laughs> collaborate, love your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we'll be alright. We'll be alright. We'll be alright. Yeah, I cool. What's yours? You agree with me too. You agree? You agree with me? So we all agree together. But I mean, I've always thought Nigeria can do really well with mass production. Same. You know, you know, like. Of course, China made most of the resources they have now from mass product. That was what I was trying to say. They didn't start out saying they want to be better than the United States because if they had, yes. they won't be here. Because the whole production it started during slavery, UK, mm. slavery stops, they don't have the resources, moved to the US, and yeah. then US became a little bit rich. They don't want to do hard work anymore transferred to china and then they made load of money get load of information about how things are done because like the best the most intelligent guy in the uk would write a prototype for something and then they send it to china if i produce it then i can always duplicate it to make so many different types for myself i feel like we are just like um chief says we are in such strategic we um strategic place yeah. that we could replicate that mass production scenario yeah. china right now it's becoming very expensive to produce in china yeah. right yeah. India. So, so people people are currently thinking out of the box they are think people are thinking africa right now they are like okay it's becoming more expensive to do stuff here where else can we go to mm-hmm. get things for cheaper and actually the population in china actually is more old now than than the young population yeah. because of their one child policy right right yeah. so and now the population in the average the median age in nigeria is 18. yeah yeah imagine so that have the work Lagos doesn't sleep <laughs> so, imagine. so so the, the one thing i think is missing is the leadership we yeah. don't have that do those guys that will go out there and sell us yeah. be like come on come down here to do we this. have the people like we have the results we have just go out there in nine you see a lot of people who are ready to do whatever it is to make money yeah and i just don't know but how do, okay honestly speaking do we really have a lot a lot of people that really want to do what they want to do because in night see this is what we say right <clears throat> let's be objective here for mm-hmm. a second for example even the yahoo boys now these people are people that are coming from they come from abject poverty as in like they didn't have anything right they've done small yahoo they've made millions look how they're spending their money and look how they act in society so you're going to tell me like see it's one thing for you to be in poverty and say you want something and it's one thing for you to also say like yo i actually want something because the attitude in night right if we truly wanted something we didn't we, we wouldn't always go about saying the government wasn't doing things for us as a normal citizen by default i'll be nice to my neighbor i would don't care whether your house are able you're about i i would love you because i automatically understand that you're in my situation if genuinely if i genuinely believe in change i would genuinely believe as in anybody that looks like me and is and that can relate to my struggle to me you're my brother already but night down to even the person that sells pure they don't see nice like that so the thing is yes we don't have a leader to sell us but i genuinely don't believe we have the mentality either because the one opportunity you give somebody somebody wants to take advantage of it but that's the mentality of lack of leadership like that's how people who lack leadership behave like if you go all across the world it's a common behavior pattern among poor people or disenfranchised people like it's not just in nigeria like every hood in the world the poor people behave like this so it's just a lack of one man standing kind of mentality yeah me for myself if i don't take care of myself who will no leadership and i think in it i have a different thought i feel like nigerians are one of the most hard-working people in the world i, I think so too and i want to reiterate that if nigerians are really lazy or not I don't, working I, I don't think they're lazy i don't think people will be surviving in nigeria right now with the mm-hmm. way things are going like no, no, I, I think i don't think we we're lazy really hard working no 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 no, no. The, my, that's not my point my point is i don't think we're lazy i just don't think we have the mentality to go forward because we don't have that experience right so now even if you have money right now somebody like this see if a poor person now should describe enjoyment or a good life to you right now they'll tell you 
eating every time, drinking Fanta, eating chicken. Doesn't the way they think about success is very like it's very tangible. You can't. I'm. I'm not blaming them. It's not. They have obviously they don't know any better. That's all they know, right? But I'm saying, if you can change that for them to be able to see big picture, like listen, if we start for a week, listen, we can eat for ten years like nonstop. Like if you can make people understand that. But Nigeria at the moment, not not everybody has the ability to understand sacrifice. That's what I'm trying to drive. Because now, if you tell people, for example, like, let's say fuel subsidy, let's say they're doing it the right way. Let's say they did fuel subsidy and whatever the right way. Essentially, people are going to benefit because if you go through hardship for like, let's say like a year, then the next couple of years, fuel is very, very affordable for everybody. But then the thing is, as in, there's no patience. Also, like, the government too will take a bit of fault because they don't put things in place for, you know, during troubling times for people to be able to manage with. However, the people as well, if we are more together, will be will be able to solve problems more than more than more than the way we are doing it right now. The problem right now is everybody is divided from top to bottom. Politicians are fighting among themselves. Poor people are fighting amongst themselves too. So it's it's very very difficult. It's very very difficult to see anything. Yeah, I don't think we can do any better, honestly, as a Nigerian citizen. Like I spent most of the years in Nigeria, and I feel like. People always want to dodge and say, oh, Nigerians, oh, the government is terrible, but yes, Nigerians are as well terrible. But I always feel like even if the government doesn't want to take 100% of our problem, they have to take 90%, the no, leadership. But, back to, your, but like, back to the point, sorry, sorry to cut you, back to the point of the brain drain, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we can help right now because we know better. We are having this conversation. This is what we can do. This is, this, this is like the responsibilities of... I mean, we are diasporans right here. Now we are doing this is our responsibility, right? We are putting this on the digital platform. Hopefully, one Nigeria in a village will somehow have access to this. And oh, actually, yeah, I see what they're saying. So this is our resp- this is what I'm trying to say. The thing is, yes, we can't. The government shouldn't take. Uh, I mean, yes, we shouldn't blame the people. But as people, like, what's the point of having a conversation about a problem without thinking of a solution or at least? trying to help the solution that's where I'm, that's the only place i'm coming from yeah that's the only place i'm coming from because yeah to your point like this is literally what we can do and i guess with this podcast i hope we're we're kind of achieving it. i mean self-righteousness <laughs> <laughs> self-righteousness isn't it to my point <laughs> but, but yeah um but yeah man good topic so the second one actually i think even correlates what, what would the second topic be also, yeah, so how does portrayal of minorities in entertainment influence consumer behavior? Yeah. Uh, give us context. Um, so, so, yeah, this is around the idea of, of Hollywood and yeah. the entertainment industry currently. And we have seen a lot of movies yeah. and music as well over the years where they portray minorities in a certain way. And obviously, recent, like, Disney has been kind of been on the diversity um, move in the recent years with the whole uh, Marvel Universe, the whole um, portraying like LGBT rights. I think there was a recent show or the recent, the recent uh, animation. No. Is it a Hulk? She Hulk? No, there was a recent anim- animation where there's the, the lead like um, homosexual character or something. That I forgot it's like, anim- it's like a new, one of their new TV okay. shows. Okay. So things like that, for example. And um, just just interesting, uh, what fascinates me is how does that kind of lead to people, people like us as well, and people that relate to those cultures or those aspects of um, society, how does that influence their consumer behavior? Do they, do they try to increase their consumption of all those kind of media? Do they feel more confident in their own daily lives as well? So that was kind of the angle I was um, trying to spin it from. Actually... To even add to that question, I'd like to also, I'll, like from that point you made, right, it leads me to this question. Do you act, so being in Nigeria and you in, in the UK specifically, and mm. being Nigeria in Nigeria, is it the same thing? Uh, uh, well, from what angle? Like in terms of how you even practice your culture, because say, for example, like here, right, mm. um, being in the UK, when we talk about homosexuality, because of how the society is conditioned, mm. I don't, I don't care if someone's like, 
I've been programmed not to care about that. Yeah. So obviously, you know, and you know, in our culture, is very frowned upon, yeah. right? So, but for me, I'm choosing to negate that because I've I felt like I've been influenced by here and all that. Mm. So my question is, having this mentality, do you think I'm just as in Nigerian being in Nigeria or is in Nigeria and UK different from in Nigeria and Nigeria? Culturally Ex- exposure differentiates. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So the But does that make it the same thing or does that separate it? It's a pretty it's separate. Separate. Yeah. So like a typical Nigerian will frown upon anyone being atheist or nihilist, all those things, you know. Yeah. But I mean when you live here for just three months you would be you should be able to sit down with a nihilist who feels like life is useless yeah. and relate with the person and be like, Well, I think you're making sense. I don't agree with you, but make sense. Yeah. But I I doubt if out of ten Nigerians you you like ten local Nigerians you can find you can pick out one or let's say you can pick How out would you two, define say, exposure? Because what if you come here, you understand it but you still don't agree i'm not saying you need to agree you need to just be aware aware. that they are like it takes so much awareness for you to know that china has a population of over a billion people Mm -hmm. and over 80 percent of these people feel like there's no god if you would be aware of that probably all your shoulder that you are raising to say oh my god is the best and stuff probably you will think three times whenever mm. you you think about that Jesus just that's, awareness that's wild say, though, there are so many other people who think differently from you and yeah. they also feel like whatever they believe in is the superiority if you yeah. seem to be aware of this like come to the uk you go out you see someone who feels like a b you probably see like 26 different thinking in different ways yeah. The way you think would immediately be yeah, affected. Yeah, yeah. Probably don't agree with them, but you won't be thinking the same way as you used to. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, we, we see it a lot and there's a lot of like kind of change when people come here into the UK and for example if you use like Nigerian movies, the the way when I was in university and people kind of like um, attract themselves or push themselves towards like Nigerian movies or Nigerian music compared to us in Nigeria it was, it was a bit different because you're in a kind of different space people try to say oh let's listen to the hip hop let's listen to the rap but in Nigeria these same people or similar people would always be attracted to the music so okay. I think that because of how because of how society has evolved is because it's like it's in a situation where people have to kind of Relate to what is in front of them. Yeah. If you get what I mean. So. Yeah. So, um, to your quest, to the original question, like, who is the consumer in this situation? The minorities or the non-minorities? Like, the, in the change of consumer behavior? The minorities are the consumers. So, does it change the behavior of the consumers to make them want to consume more of those representations? Yes, that's, that's my idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it it, it probably does because people like to see themselves represented yeah. in yeah. wider society. So, seeing themselves uh, being represented obviously cha- influence their behavior to be more consumptive of that um, information or entertainment. However, whether that consumption is beneficial to them or not, I feel that's a different conversation. Because okay. they can be consuming more, but they are consuming more of the wrong things for them. You get what I'm saying? Even if it's still them being represented. So mm-hmm. take, for example, you could see the portrayal of certain minorities on screen yeah. um, in stereotypical roles or in roles that kind of influence or portray certain um, stereotype in their head mm-hmm. of themselves. Yeah. So it might not necessarily be in the best um position for them to, to to actually be represented you get what i'm saying sometimes it might actually just be beneficial if they're actually not represented mm. in order for mm. them not to be represented poorly yeah see see for me like i find it so weird like recently in hollywood right yeah. they like to make the black women so masculine like it's so mm. i don't understand the obsession in that it's so weird like 
the black woman has to be this strong like, <laughs> like bro no yeah. like you, it's such a weird like it's such a weird fantasy like i don't know if it's a culture that like you know black western people have or whatever but that idea to me is very weird. I don't, I don't i don't know how you guys feel i don't know i don't know if you've noticed anything like that yeah no and it's to the point i was trying to to kind of make is like is in in those kind of situations where in the need to portray a black woman they portray her but they portray her in the worst way we might just actually be better to not portray her her at all mm. the example i usually give is game of thrones i mm. believe game of thrones was a sick show mm. for like six seasons and then people were still complaining about oh, there are not enough minorities and mm. they decided to include minorities but they made them pirates and mm. one guy was castrated <laughs> you get what i'm saying mm. it was a they sick made, show they, for they made them the real black people it was a sick show for six years like just leave it as it is like i wasn't watching it even friends i'm not watching it thinking oh white people i'm watching it because i actually enjoyed the story yeah, yeah. but then when you then break that transition i'm like oh in order to put black people here let's put a black person and make him the thief it's like ah mm. now you're actually making it worse mm. because it was a, it, i was i was relating to the white person damn i couldn't be the banker you know, no but the thing is i was relating to the white person yeah. before yeah. you removed the illusion yeah. of the person wasn't white yeah. and then brought in race yeah. so it's might as well just leave it alone like if you've got a white story that doesn't involve any minorities don't include any minorities just tell the story how it is if the story includes minorities then include the minorities in the way the story portrays but don't force it like if it doesn't include my answer, just leave it alone. No, I was, I was sorry, go on. Yeah, so I've seen a trend where people were being asked randomly on the road, like, oh, out of Africans, South Americans, um, Caribbeans, who are like, who are people vibing with the most in the UK? Mm-hmm. And they would, most people would always say Africans. And when they ask them why, they kind of say their music. They say, Mostly, they meant they mentioned the entertainment industry, the movies, Wakanda, all those African movies portraying Africans to be like uh, sick, advanced, and stuff, or, or the music portraying them to be like really talented. I need so to go it's, and shy you. Is that what it's like? It brings me to want to ask the question if people can really feel positive about some people some other people because of what the entertainment industry have portrayed, it's portrayed them as yeah it means the entertainment industry also have the power to portray them in such a way that people will feel negative about them 100 percent. so the 100%. question is should the entertainment industry have the right to portray people in a negative way when it is not a true story. Bro, it's a business. So yeah. no, I, no, the, the, I'm not saying yeah. they, they they should be able to portray or not. So, like, should you be able to choose to say a particular minority group? I want to portray them in a movie mm. in a terrible way, but it is not true. Or do like a disclaimer, have, like a discern. Do they like have the right to shoot? Yes. I know they yeah. currently, people currently yeah. can make any kind of movie they want. As an American, you can make the, a movie saying you have conquered the world and put some German guys and every other person killing them and stuff. Yeah. Should that be, is that should that be be right? I think from a creative standpoint, mm. it should be allowed. Like you should be allowed to portray anyone from any perspective as long as it's in the context of you are portraying something like yeah. it's fictional do you get what i'm saying mm, okay. if you're saying oh um the point of this story is to demean this group in this particular way that's okay i don't i don't think everybody has to consume it but i don't think it should be inhibited everybody should have the creative license or expression to express themselves in a fictional way that is not true yeah but i think the problem becomes where you try and make it uh okay this situation is the normal situation and i'm trying to pre- uh, present this person in that way but you're making it you're doing something that's not true so take for example you have a situation where there's a sitcom there's four white characters yeah and now we need to make this white character have a black friend there's no way these people that live in this place know any black people yeah, yeah. you put in a black person that doesn't portray that yeah. character well do you get what i'm saying like if you wanted to okay the point of this 
show is to show a black person that they are racist or they don't like or is being loud then let that be the context of the show don't make it seem like this is just everyday normal life and then yeah. this is but this is just how people are yeah like even uh, another example i have is the and this is weird because it's co- it came from black people that did the show it was um was it they're white people they were, uh, yeah the character of the african guy i'm like there's no point including the african guy if you guys want to do a show of all black americans i was enjoying the show you don't yeah. need to include the african immigrant yeah. but then portray him as there's a way they portray the african yeah. immigrant. Yeah. You know yeah. but, yeah. but that's not how we are because yeah. it, take for example a lot of african immigrants we grew up watching western tv shows so we know we know where 50 cent is we know where 50 cent grew up you guys yeah. we know a lot yeah. of this yeah. thing so don't portray us as mindless people that just stumble into america like we didn't know this is trigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you see but this point you just yeah. made just kind of relates to what i'm saying uh, so should you be able to like portray them in a wrong way that is not right if oh, if like you've said it the yeah. point the why there were people is annoying in that sense is because they are trying to portray it as oh the, they were inclusive of including the white person if they were saying oh you know what we don't like africans and they were, tr- they were deliberately trying to portray yeah. the african in that bad way i don't have a problem with it yeah. that's a creative license yeah. but if you're portraying it as oh look how inclusive it is there's even the african cast but it's <laughs> like just leave us out the story the story was okay we else as in just yeah. leave if you're not portraying the minorities right just leave them alone leave them out of the story i think i think the fact still remains that it's all about perception because people will come across it like your example which is with their white people people that do not know the situation will come across it from a, from a different angle because they are not aware of that so the whole situation is about about perception and it's difficult to be able to rationalize it without actually being in the situation mm-hmm. yourself so like we know his point about it being the right thing to do. It's only up to people that that are are encounter these situations be able to now say, okay, you know what? This is this is not how Nigerians behave, or this is not how black people behave, or this is not how white people behave. There was an important there was a scenario that happened when I was in uni, my final year, my second final year. This was like um we had like a world day or something. So different countries came to like showcase their cultures their food their music and colombia was there and you can guess what happened the first question they were asking okay. questions they asked, asked, they asked, they asked, asked them oh it was what's the drug situation like in in colombia but did they ask about the bad bitches over there no nah, they asked, <laughs> actually oh like it's, it's narcos it's narcos <laughs> asking the guy who oh, is narcos based on like is that is that what happens every day and stuff to someone that is like just a normal university Colombian student? It's a bit somehow like <laughs> that to, to ask somebody that in, in public class. Cocaine cocaine finance the government though. Sorry? This this question was influenced by the way they have been portrayed. Exactly. Movies. So for you to for you to ask that as the first question about what oh, they say ask questions about my country and that's the first question asking. You can see how the entertainment industry has kind of already portrayed colombia as a country but right? but actually wait what are we what are we actually trying to say though so sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you up. the the point i'm trying to make is not like uh should they or should they not they yeah. should if yeah. they want to mm-hmm. but stand by what you're trying to do if you're trying to portray colombia as a drug company portray yeah. colombia as in don't make it like it said like don't 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 make your at your attempts like like uh covert Okay. Like, don't make it. Oh, this is just a normal story that happened to be Colombians. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to portray them in a negative way, say you're trying to portray them in a negative way. Yeah. But don't um. Don't be the and then allow. Don't beat around the bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the same way, like they they okay. I'll give another example. They are doing a, a TV show. They're trying to make the bad person Russian. They don't say they're from Russia, but they give them Russian accent. accent. You rather just say, as in, oh, we don't like Russia. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't, because now you're creating a, a negative stereotype of someone yeah. that you're not even standing on. Like, yeah. it's just it's like subliminal Ameri- program. like the American yeah. series, they say the, the Iraqi. Yeah, yeah. Say, I'm like, yo, bro. For real, I'm like, yo, my what? man, like, you're a brilliant scientist. So, like, what the fuck? What is funny yeah. is, before the movie starts, definitely there will be some line of text saying this movie is fictional yeah. and stuff. 
but i promise you most people don't really relate to the fact that movies are fictional and i want to say this the reason is this effects are being repeated over and over again to an extent they become like truth if you keep lying over and over again eventually people will feel like you're saying the truth of course. and over time probably people will kill themselves to prove this is the truth like i've seen movies growing up where americans have been portrayed in a particular way i will swear to god before i begin to actually read books and proper literature i will then I'll probably swear that oh wow that's this guys this this how this guys you know T-Bag in prison break yeah, yeah, yeah that's how I see southern americans like southern whites you know all these rednecks when they talk when i hear southern white i'm just like oh my god that's the first thing i think mm-hmm. of is T-Bag i'm like damn <laughs> like you know <laughs> there probably some you know <laughs> they definitely don't like me they most definitely are trying to kill me <laughs> <laughs> like so, like generally speaking man, but yeah now nah, like but the thing is, I mean, I don't think it's the fault of a movie because film is actually the point of media and that's actually the job of the media. Mm. The job of the media is actually to tell stories. The only difference with movies is movies is meant to um, use fiction to talk about what's happening within society, generally speaking. Because the thing is, movie, even though movie is, you know, is, 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 is almost every, every time fictional, mm is really informing us about society about an aspect of society that we don't that we don't particularly have um proper information of or if even even though we have information of um it will allow us to investigate more just yeah, or it's just a different side of it that's for example if you understand yeah. like for example if you see like um let's say like a like a series of like the president of the american president let's mm-hmm. just give that example um, you know, there's different aspect to it, you know, like the kind of the way he does protocol, the, the protocols, yeah. the way he calls meetings, the most important person within the government. Mm. You even f- through a movie, you find out that like ugh, the president is not even really that powerful. Mm. Like it's actually his chief, his chief of staff that's that the most. Is, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, or even if his chief of staff is not A, is the Congress. Like, yeah. it's different things. So I think movies actually a form of media. So I'm not surprised that it does. Um, influence um you know consumers because media is supposed to influence people that's what media is supposed to do however with with like the movie with the movie is just classed as entertainment right mm-hmm. now media is seen as is seen as life like a lifestyle type of thing where is a space where you know about society but in the movie they just tell you entertainment and you just put that blanket entertainment in there so whatever happens in there they try not to take responsibilities of it. And I think that's where um, we should, or as a society, challenge, challenge that a bit more. It's almost like social media companies, right? They, they have all these supernatural powers. They have all these supernatural powers or pretty much godlike powers because they can really shut down, they can really shut down information or communication anytime they want. But there's no consequence. There's no legislation to regulate them. Yes, there is, but the regulations that we have right now is really like a slap on the wrist. It's not really, it's nothing. So I think that's, to the point of this question, I think that's what we should be highlighting more. Like, yo, how do we distinguish, I think to the point I'm making, is, okay, is this movie meant to inform or is this barely just, or is this just meant to be fiction? So, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I think that's that, that's that's the end of um or do we want to cover anything again or is this the end yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah i think this should be the last shooting for this year and the joe yeah 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 yeah, I think you should, you, you should go on this table to show your baggy and Vibes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's it's been a good year. It's been a good year to start. So and it's been it's been fun. It's been good. It's been productive. It's been educative. So yeah, glad that this has uh, come to fruition. Uh, we uh, excited to round you off. Very very excited to round you off in a big in a big big way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully next year we're gonna come back refreshed, uh, refreshed, charged up, 
ready to go again and um providing some new better interesting content so yeah can come wait to to see what happens next year now. yeah thanks yeah. thanks 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 for the support we've been seeing all the likes all the follow all the shares we are elated yeah yeah thank you it's amazing so continue to support us you're gonna see fire next year yeah. like literal not the sanchi one the the media or cgi fire this one is like sango kind of listen me i'm not gonna be a simp here my ops watch out next year Guys, yeah, my ops. Just watch out well, next I, year. Are you on death country? This is how Kanye started. <laughs> whatever you say, say it to your side, man. This my is my ops. You stand in camera. My ops. He's ops. He's ops. Let's just do it. Just enjoy it. He's ops. Oh my god. Oh cool. Oh well, friend. Yeah, well, thank you. Good. Thank you. My ops <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Uh, no, Alright, man. It's, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Peace out and yeah, happy 2023. Yeah, happy 2023 in advance. Cheers. Bye.